Hey, you are listening to the Grumpy Guy BJJ podcast. Hey, what's up, guys? Got to take care of a few things before we jump into this week's episode. First, our ramping isometrics for BJJ program. It is a 12-week program all laid out for you. It's going to help you build strength and cardio in the fastest, safest, and most convenient way possible. This is how James and I have been training for the past year, and we love it. So we put this program together so you can just follow along, and we are certain you will see and feel the benefits that we do. It's only 15 bucks. Just go to GrumpyGuyBJJ.com, click the drop-down menu in the upper right-hand corner, and you'll find it. Next, R3. Is this is our K2 D3 supplement. It is a combination combination of those two vitamins D3 and K2. These are two vitamins that James and I have been taking for a long time that really help us recover from hard training sessions. And for only 15 bucks with free shipping, you get a whole month supply. I was going to pull up some studies explaining the benefits of D3 and K2, but I'm not going to insult your intelligence and pretend to be a fucking scientist. I take it it helps me recover. That's it. So for 15 bucks, check it out. And last but certainly not least, we have partnered up with Dejitsu.com. They have a ton of awesome BJJ instructionals, and they have hooked us up with a discount code for our listeners. It's Grumpy10. So what you got to do is you go to Dejitsu.com, which is D-I-G-I-T-S-U.com. Find the instructionals you want, throw them in a shopping cart, in the little discount code box, you type in Grumpy10, which is just G-R-U-M-P-Y, and the number 10, one zero. That's it. No spaces. Boom. You get 10% off. You're up and running. They got a nice app you can download on your phone. That way you can take your instructions right to the gym with you, watch the technique, drill it. It's a pretty sweet setup. So once again, D-I-G-I-T-S-U.com, discount code Grumpy10, G-R-U-M-P-Y, one zero. Simple as that. To find all this stuff I just got done talking about, go to our website, grumpyguybjj.com. Click the drop-down menu in the upper right-hand corner. There, you'll subscribe to our newsletter for podcast updates. You'll find links for the Ramping ISOs program, the R3 Recovery Supplement, and then under the Programs and Products tab, you'll find a link to dejitsu.com. And let's be honest, if you guys can't figure out how to navigate a website by now, there's nothing I can do to help you. So quit fucking around. Check it out, train hard, and let's get into this week's episode. And we're recording. It's not on We are live. Right. Nope, it's not flashing. Okay. We are Perfect. Back to the chaos. <laughs> Much chaos. We are in the hotel room in Salt Lake City, post Proving Grounds Invitational. With the Wilson clan. Yeah. Coach Angela, team mom. <laughs> we got Coach Rob, team deadbeat dad. <laughs> or retarded uncle. Or retarded uncle. <laughs> Whoever you ask. Depending upon what uh, era you're coming from. Yep. Yeah. Um, Adam's from our... Oh, yes? Sorry, guys. I don't have a Pokemon update. It's all right. You got a beatbox update. Uh, in the intro, not like right now. Oh, okay. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Sounds good. So these guys are going to go swimming. Coach Angela's... Yeah! I'm going to say volunteer, but she didn't know it. Volunteer. I volunteered she to, go volunteer to go swimming. She was volunteered to go swimming. Stay the pool for You food. want keys in case you need to go to the car or something? I don't need to go to the car. Just you can't. Okay. She can't ban on the kids. Okay. You never know. I'm out of here. You never know. I do think like the child safety laws around here are a little looser. Because when you got like a dozen of them. Like, you can lose one. You have you. Well, I guess when you got four wives. And you have three kids. With each one. Just jumping both feet. Yeah. Here we go. Hello, Utah. I wasn't saying anything bad. I'm just... I know, not for us. All right, we'll be at the pool. Okay, yeah, yeah have fun. <laughs> you don't want to stick around for any more of this? <laughs> I'm good. Yes. Bye, bye, Good luck, Mom. Ah, see you, dude. Bye, Ricardo's uncle. See you, Steve. Oh, my God. As the janitor's walking by. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. The janitor's walking by and he's shouting out, Bye, I'm retarded uncle. <laughs> Let's put an eye on that room. <laughs> oh yes. Goodness. So, oh here we are. Here we are. So, yes, we are. Well, one, there's a bunch of firsts today. This is our first out-of-state podcast where we were both out-of-state. Yep. We've had one where each of us has been. We've always had a Colorado representative anchoring it. So, now... First hotel room podcast. First hotel room podcast. And... First post-submission-only tournament podcast 
thanks to the Hawaiian Hurricane herself, <laughs> Kelly Yo, Wilson. They didn't use that nickname. No, I didn't put it in there. And they didn't use your intro music. Oh, they didn't? No. I, I didn't know. notice. Maybe they did decide that. that it's was such a, little... a short walkout. It's not like a. No, I know. It's... But it definitely wasn't it. But it was funny. We were talking about like, uh, it, you know, we are again in a very in a, in a Mormon conservative. conservative, very conservative. We'll go with that. We'll stop saying Mormon and just say conservative. <laughs> and uh, a very conservative area, and we were in a converted church. Uh, was that what that was? Well. Yeah. Yep. That's why it's called Church and State. I felt a little weird in there. Yeah. <laughs> Just the vibe. Vibe. Strange yeah. vibe. No, was, and then, uh, but yeah, it was supposed to be a more hardcore song with maybe some risky words. I don't know. It yeah. wasn't it. They had kids there doing the super fights. I know. Maybe they just decided it wasn't. No, probably. You actually had, did you have a dream? Yeah, I had a dream. <laughs> she had a dream. Yes. Oh, no. I had a dream that... I won my first round by submission, but they didn't ask me to come back out to finish out the the tournament or my bracket because they said that they didn't like my song. <laughs> <laughs> like you did great, but you yeah, walk out they gave, song. They gave me like fifty bucks. They were like, "Thanks so much for coming <laughs> out." <T-shirt>. And, <laughs> But we didn't like the song, so That's a hilarious so we're trick. done. Like you can you can go. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's pretty funny. That's a good dream. Although I do like the end of that better than... <laughs> so anyways, yes. Reca- yeah, yeah, recap the so, match for us, the results. Yes, let's let's hear it from your perspective. You've an hour or so to digest, well, a couple hours to digest it. Yeah. So. Um, it was a lot of fun. Like, first, I have to say, like, Proving Grounds Invitational, Carl and Mio, like, they did such a good job. I mean, their, their whole focus is the athletes and our experience and... The swag bag was pretty awesome, and you know their whole uh, equal pay for females. So all the female, uh, the brackets and the super fights, everyone that won gets the same pay as the guys. Oh, that's um, cool. So that was a big like focus of theirs, and so I thought that was awesome. Um, so yeah, but then just the my experience in my match, um, you know, definitely disappointing. It's always disappointing to lose. You always want to go out there and and win. Um, but yeah, it was weird. It's just that adrenaline. Like when I would get a hold of her, I just couldn't. There was no strength behind it. And it just, you know, you feel like what I did there is not what I do in the gym. And it didn't feel like a good representation of my jujitsu, but definitely stuff to work on and improve on. And I had a triangle. Like I watched Shiloh videoed um, that portion. And it's like, I had it, man. You had Her it. posture you had it. was broke. I had, like, she even pulled one arm out. Yeah, she kind of like relinquished. It was like, one arm in, one like, arm out. I got to defend out. a triangle. Like, she realized, like, fuck, I'm not, I have to yeah. defend a triangle. Yeah, like, so, I mean, I lost my uh, Masters Worlds the second match because I couldn't finish a triangle. I'm like, I'm just haunted. Haunted by those things. Well, do you remember why you stopped uh, going after it today? Like, I don't remember, like, that's the one of those things. The, the yeah, match, in the moment, yeah. like, yeah. always, like, you know, Kevin's like, what was that? What'd you do? And I'm like, I don't know. I can't remember. Like, it was freaking in the moment. But looking at the video, I was. I was more concerned with trying to lock up my legs than I was trying Control to keep her posture broke. Yeah. And as soon as I went to try to get that again, yep. she popped up and, yeah, triangle, and that's when I lost. As soon as you got your legs triangle, she popped up hard. Yeah. And she was taller and bigger than you. Yeah, she was. Yeah, so, all those girls were. Yeah, you yeah. Were, you're the smallest girl in that bracket. Like, yeah, right? easily. Yeah. Easily. By, so, yeah. So anyways, I mean, when you got someone who outweighs you by... You know, 10, 15 pounds, and they got a few inches on you. I can't, I couldn't, I can't remember in the video if she actually like stood up with. She didn't stand up. No, she, she got full posture. Yeah, just the way that she had it. She defended well. Yeah. And just, you know, posture. She got her posture back, and, you know, so it, uh. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so, you know, but watching that, it's like, oh, I had that, and then I could have moved on. So. That's hindsight. It's always like that. Yeah. Then you had your overtime. So you had it was eight minute round. You made the whole eight minutes. Yep. You fought out of a couple good head grabs, head grab uh, attempts. Head or you know front headlock 
submission attempts mm -hmm. and uh, got to the overtime. And yeah, so yeah, yeah, you got she got you. Yeah, submitted you, and she got away from you. Yeah, I just and that's another thing. It's like, God, in in the gym, like getting out of back control backpack, like wasn't really an issue for me. Like I felt even when they tri triangled their legs, I was able to still spin and at least get to mount fairly easily. Like on almost everyone. It was holding it that I had issues with, and I definitely lost it sooner than I feel like I should have um, when I had her back. But yeah, I just, because I was thinking about it, I'm like, I did, I completely like abandoned the stuff that we worked on when I was working on getting out of backpack. Like, you know, like even if they triangle their legs, just keep turning into them and, you know, take the heat of the triangle, their legs being triangled around you off and, you know now switch sides like, yeah i just so yeah feel, it's like you foot. yeah i had like all these things in my head and i was like this isn't you just need to fight out it's so out funny it's like now i'm like what was i thinking and in the moment it's like yeah it, it feels like there's not time to think about anything it's all just reaction and yeah it's funny so yep yeah yeah man it was overtime that EBI overtime rule set, like you, it, you have to know the, like the one or two fights and you got to be fucking first to it. Yeah. And like you, what happened was, is you weren't like super aggressive with that turn. Like you didn't. No, like, I know. You and didn't that's... blast through it. And so she started to initiate. Yeah. And then you were defending. Yeah. And yep. so. Yeah. But you did a good job, man. You held on to her back for a bit. You made her defend. Mm -hmm. She had to, you know, go side and side. It wasn't like a five second. Yeah, she didn't just blast roll out of it. Or something like that. That's good. You know, it's always disappointing, but then it's like, God, that, now I know some solid things to go back and, and work on. Like, I feel like competitions really expose some weak links. And this wasn't just a normal competition, the whole yeah. vibe in the setup to where all eyes are on you. Mm -hmm. And it, I mean, it's really cool. I like it. I like it. You know, like, I wouldn't mind experiencing that sometimes. Like, you walk out, and then even during the match, everybody's quiet. I know. And then they it's clap. So like, quiet. when something cool happens, they clap. The only thing that disappointed me today, like, very few people were clapping the guard pass. Like, I was, hey, because I know there's no points. It's submission yeah. only, It's submission only, man. but there was still, like, there was, I was watching them one, one of the guys' matches, the under 145ers, and the guy was fighting hard for it. He got the knee slice through, you know, and he, he wedged the knee wedge and there was a fight and he was controlling that top position. Really? Like, I know there's no points there, but he's still in a better position. Like, Hey man, I like, I, I was golf clapping a little bit. Like I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't confident enough to be like, yeah, but I was like, okay, that's some good jujitsu. Right. But no, like people would clap scrambles cause they're exciting. People would clap submission or uh, submission escapes or attempts, you know, and things like that. But, like guard passes, like good moves, whatever. Yeah. They would here and there, yeah. but there was quite a few guard passes. I mean, some of the yeah, like the guard pass. Because man, I gotta tell you, like when I was coaching Kiele, like I wasn't like at least in my mind, like the guard pass just didn't matter at all. Well, and that's about exactly what I was about to say. Is you saw some people were really resisting the guard pass, you know, and defending yeah. it, defending their guard being passed. But then at a certain point, you're like, okay, just let them have it, and I'll work from here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because there's no points. It's really coming it, down. Because, like, like, if yeah. you, like, uh, okay, they're going to pass. I can get this underhook, and I can already create a scramble. Yeah. So, like, let, yes. them, ha let them have the pass, because I'm going to turn that into something better. Yeah. And so yeah. I, I see the game. The rule set makes yeah. it like that. But when the, is what I'm saying is when the guy's really defending it, and then the other guy, you know, fights and wins and gets through it, like, okay, that's, I think that's applaudable. That's still a that's <laughs> I'm not saying it should be forgotten, yeah. for sure. Yeah. But I'll guarantee you, if there was a, a ref's decision at the end, and the ref's decision was based on that, aggressiveness and shit like that. I I, I, I bet that that shit that it would, would have recognized a little it bit would, more. It would have more weight. But, but yeah, when you're like, dude, it's submission only. It doesn't and matter. And then the only thing that matters is a submission attempt. Yeah. And then, uh, and you know, man, like I fucking laugh sometimes. Like people, you know, you get mounted and you're like, dude, you just gave up inside leg position. Like that's not necessarily a super safe right. place to be against someone who knows what they're doing, uh, especially no-gi uh, jiu-jitsu. Mm -hmm. So... Um, I hear what you're saying, but yeah, you were. It, it was definitely the vibe was like, and it was cool. That's what I yeah, liked. Really, really everyone cool. was going for it. There yeah. was no like, 
oh, I got an advantage, and now I'm just going to, like, that's what stall it, yeah, that's out. That's a good like, rule set for Everyone that. was going for it the whole time. Yeah. Do they ever do any gi matches in the Proving Ground Invitational? I think some of the teen, one of the teen super fights that's was right, I did a see gi. one girl walking around in a gi. Yeah, but I don't, th- I think overall it's a no-gi competition overall and yeah. yeah i think some of the special super fights they'll do gi matches it was funny i do remember now that you're saying like you just got inside leg position we ran at it, it was towards the end and i ran out of time but she did get like that hook. her coach was like yeah get that hook in and i was like that's my deep half guard oh yeah side. you're in deep half guard like i was going for it i was pumped yep. i was like yes all right this is this is a good spot for me and yeah i could tell she thought she had a hook in and I'm like, no, I got... You just gave I, me that You leg. just gave me deep half guard, right. man. Like, and I was starting to fish for it, and the time ran out, and I was like, oh, man. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. That was good. It was a good match. And the chick was definitely bigger than you. Yep. And, uh, I mean, and that's the other thing I was telling you is, you know, you don't want to make excuses, right? But yeah. by the same token, you got to be realistic. I guarantee you that you... I, I was looking around. I don't think there were any other... 40-year-old girls who drove here from Colorado with their two kids the night before who found out about this tournament like three weeks ago, six weeks ago maybe. Was five, it even that long? Five, I think it was five, five weeks five. ago. And, you know, the other girls in your bracket, like I knew one of them. Uh, yeah, Rhodes uh, Faraday. I mean, she she's legit. Like she travels around and competes. Like she takes this stuff seriously. So, you know, a lot of the girls that you were competing against, like, they take it very seriously yeah. as far as like they train uh, much like a lot more and, and they travel and they compete. I mean, last time you competed was literally last year's No Gi Worlds. Yeah. So it's been a while. So you had a lot of things that weren't stacked in your favor. So for you to go out and force it to overtime and, you know, yeah. I know, you know, it's, you're always like, thanks. <laughs> it's easy to say that when you weren't sitting, you know, you weren't the one doing it, but I felt like he did a really good job, all he things did. considered. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I think it was awesome. I mean, even having lost, I still, like, if you ask me again, I'm like, oh yeah, I would do this again. I, right after the match, I was super bummed. Like, I wanted to at least make it to the second round. And I was like, I just need to decide. Like, if I'm going to compete, I need to take it seriously. And if I'm not, then I just need to know it's not, you know, like, should I just stop competing altogether? And that was just in the moment. We've all had those thoughts, especially yeah. in the moment after, after <laughs> yeah. you win. And, like, I remember I really had that meltdown. I remember it was back when I was brown belt. So this was, like, four years ago. Yeah, I went to Texas and competed at SS tournament in Texas. There's yeah. a big fitness expo there, and he yeah, puts yeah, on yeah. a fight to win there. Yeah. And I came back, remember, I had that big knot on my forehead, a big shiner. Like, I had quite a few hard matches that day, and I got my ass whooped almost. Like, I think I won one match. The rest of them, I just got whooped, and I had a shiner. My head's all fucked up. And I remember kind of same thing, coming back, like, what the fuck am I doing? Should I even be competing? You know, just all pissed off, like a meltdown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know my nose. I don't even know how that happened. I'm, like, ble- bleeding nose. Like, what am I doing here? But, no. Now that I'm... Uh, a few hours out from it, I'm like, all right, I can't wait. Like, let's start. I just need to train more seriously. There's a lot of uh, open mouth rolling that I do, which is fun. Like that's part of the fun. But you mean like talking, talking? Yes. Okay. The, when like, they're open like, mouth instead of open mat. Yeah. When, yeah when they're like, hey, oh. it's open mat, not open mouth. Oh there's yeah. A, there's a lot of that that I do. A little bit. So. Yeah. But you know, like. I think you made a ton of good decisions during your match today. I really, there wasn't any like super glaringly obvious mistakes. You know what I mean? So there's nothing you'd be disappointed about. You just get some dude when you go out there and do this. One person wins, one person loses. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? It, it just happens. Yeah. And you did good. You did super good. And yeah. so in that new to that environment, you weren't like, looking, going, what the hell was that? No, we didn't all sneak off. Like we don't know this chick. <laughs> I know. You look good. <laughs> well, like I'll never forget the Masters Worlds where all of you were like. What were you doing? What was that <laughs> stupid grip you kept getting? Like what? Like that's always funny. And then no. that's those are the moments where it's like I have no idea, no clue. I don't. I couldn't even replicate what I just did out there because I don't know. It, yeah. So. That's no, good. Yeah. Find out. It's uh. It's your. 
stresses your jujitsu. You find out where the habits are. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's the... I mean, I wasn't trying to get on her back from that reverse. No, you ever did a Hiva. Or it wasn't even the yeah it was no it was just it was just like one but it's like that's that's just so ingrained in my jujitsu like it just they put their leg there and my foot goes up and wraps around like it's just yeah like I was having to consciously try not to like continue to move with that because I'm like it's not gonna work I know that my legs just going there (laughs) like but. Yeah, it's funny. No, it was good. I felt like you recognized that you didn't have your A game. Yeah. And then you, you made good adjustments and decisions yep. to work with what you had. And I yeah, mean, yeah, she was her grabbing my head was rough. Right off the bat, I was like, dude, that is the right away. Oh god, that was like ten seconds in. She yep. did that little snap down and hunted for the guillotine. Yeah. And it was deep initially. Yeah. Like, you got your hands in there, but yeah. it initially it was deep. I was like, oh, shit, oh, shit, my yeah. mom. I'm kind of clinching, like, watching. But, uh. Yeah, I'm like, I was thinking, I'm like, don't tell me I'm going to freaking go down to a choke in, like, the first 20 seconds. Like, no, I was not going to, yeah, not going to let that that happen. Yeah, no, you defended that well, but, I mean, again, like, I, we don't necessarily uh, talk about this a lot on podcasts, but people that don't know, like, you have scoliosis. Mm-hmm. And like it's not like super severe, but it's definitely like noticeable. It's it's uh, significant. Yeah. And so it's something that you're always dealing with. And so like your your neck and your upper back is something that you're you know constantly fighting to keep in and not uh, tighten up on you. Yeah. And so you know one, it's like you know if you've got an Achilles heel. Yeah, the, like an area that somebody can just grab and squeeze real hard, and you might just have to tap because it's like this it's is not worth it. This isn't worth it, or this yeah. is just a, a weak point. It's that, and then the other thing too is a lot. Being your teammates, we 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 know that, yeah. and we don't go after your head the same way. I mean, we just don't go after people's heads like fucking screaming banshee, anyways. Um, I haven't had a wrestler bread around to do that for a while, but. Uh, but yeah, so that, you know, you had those, that, when I saw that, I was like, oh man, you know, one, you don't deal with someone who's just constantly going for your head all the time, and that was that weak link, and so I was, I was glad to see you deal with that, because that, man, that was in a, that was a, a tough, you know, thing to throw your way, like if there was a, right off like the I said, like we're literally, there's an Achilles heel, girl outweighs you by, you know, 15 pounds, you know, just as strong, if not stronger than you. And she loves to grab heads. <laughs> she uh, she went for it several times. Oh, yeah. Times. There was a well, couple times she had some decent grips. Yeah. Not, enough to make me nervous, again, because we know that. Like, yeah, yeah. Fuck, dude, like, obviously we don't want you to tap, but we don't want yeah. you to And even if you make it through you know? that match, it's like, fuck, you know, if right. she cranks on your head wrong and your neck locks up, like, that's, yeah. you know. So, yeah, it was like, oh, yeah. no. <laughs> that was, there was one where my face was in her side, and it, the grip was was crap it wasn't that tight but i couldn't breathe like she oh. just had my face pressed up into her side and i'm like freaking swallowing rash guard and oh i hate that oh i was like if i can't move and figure out how to get some air here like i got about freaking five more seconds in me because it's like you know you're breathing heavy already and someone just smothers your face like, rash oh, guard. Okay. but then we moved and i was like okay all right all right i don't have to t- <laughs> tap to smothering <laughs> yes so. you survived the shame of tapping to smothering and I, yeah the 20 second standing guillotine yep. so yeah all that was all, good it was good awesome yeah so yeah. Like i said i was proud of you everybody else was proud of you thanks so <laughs> Not going, all right, I don't know where she's training when she comes back. <laughs> no. No. No, it was good. It was fun watching you. It was interesting coaching you. I mean, it's, uh, I mean, I know your game super well. Yeah. And we just know each other, so you just, we know how to communicate. Like, I've been coaching you forever. I mean, I mean that's how we, we started out. Like, when we first started dating, we started working out together. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I've literally been your coach longer than I've been your husband. Yeah. 
And so... So you're the creepy fitness trainer that picked up on the, the hot client, huh? No. <laughs> no I wasn't a professional. I guess I was, but I wasn't. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. No, it was... Uh, I had my garage gym. Yeah. And... Uh, he was a creepy guy that asked me to come work out. With him. <laughs> tried so he was still creepy. Yeah, yeah, I, that's yeah, what yeah. I was getting at. Exactly. I want to do some squats. I'll spot you. I'll make I'll sure spot. your form's on point. I did, man. She had really good squats. I remember that. Like, Damn, she squats great. Um, that's yeah. So, but, you know, you're out there, and uh, Rob and I were talking about it a little bit afterwards. It's like, you know, you know your jujitsu. Like, I'm not going to download or, or give you some secret knowledge or whatever in the middle of the match so a lot of it was just making sure that you didn't miss something like yeah. either an opportunity or, or a uh, danger coming mm-hmm. and then uh, giving you some subtle reminders like don't try to take her back and yeah. uh, <laughs> remember to attack the legs yeah. like yeah it's uh, yeah it is man it was it, it's but besides that like you know I'm sitting there and I'm kind of like helpless to do anything, just try and give you some advice. But it's uh, it was yeah. fun. It was a fun experience getting you ready for it and doing it with you. Yeah. So now we all have Nogi Worlds. You're gonna be able to roll for it. Yeah, I don't know if that's <laughs> smart. I haven't wrestled since March, and then I, I I'm my nine month mark is December twelfth. Yeah, I'm being oh, stripped. Oh, I know. Randy's got his on, got it on his calendar. I, yes, he does. He's <laughs> wanting to murder me so bad for some reason. That was so funny. But so I am like my surgeon said nine months. So I'm not gonna cheat the system. I'm going nine months to the date, man. I don't want another. I on that note though, I think I am gonna start uh, physically assaulting white belts here pretty soon. You know, like nice. white belts my size. You already have started physically assaulting the women. Women, yeah. So now I'll progress to like white belt guys that are rough my size. Where's I, this period where Rob's out of like out of timing and we might be able to do shit to him and because he just it was a shit show for me. I'm like, no. <laughs> it's not like I like was gonna forget harboring some dreams. There was. There was ah, like, maybe I might be able to get Rob something for like a week. A week. <laughs> yeah. a week. No. Maybe show him something. No. 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 Well, you got to remember also, I mean, I haven't been, been able to roll, but I've been just sitting on the side of the mat watching you guys wrestle for the past six months, Yeah, nine months. And so. it's not like you've been disconnected. No. And, and so I know, all, I already, I, even though I've been training with you guys, I know your tendency is like, okay, she's going to put her foot here and then she's going to try to spin there. And then, so I'm going to be here ready for that. And she's going to, and there I go. You know? yeah, yeah. That's what I did do the whole time because I've been watching you so that she likes to do this. And That's I'm just, so, funny. so I, I was already moving ahead of you. And so I, and I didn't have to be like super athletic either. It was just like, I know. Three, it was two, like one, here falling into the spider web. Like, <laughs> how did I get all wrapped up here? <laughs> I had I had the answer key. It's not your fault. It is. I have so much to work on. <laughs> so you've been doing. I've been doing this for years, and it's like when does it just never? I mean, that's that's the fun of it. Like that's why jujitsu is just for a lifetime. But it's like sometimes it's like doesn't it ever? Don't you ever get to a point where you feel like you know stuff? Like, Some days, when you beat up the new people that come in. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then the jiu-jitsu gods know, and the universe senses this, and then they place somebody in your yeah. path that just zaps that from yeah. you. That's yep. the thing. Like, on Sunday, I freaking submitted everybody in my last training round. Nice. I was like, all right, I feel good. And then go in here, and I'm like, oh, I have so much to learn. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you did so good. So much to work on. Yeah. Easy stuff. It's fun. Yep. It's fun. Easy stuff. Yeah. Basics are there. Yeah. You just gotta, it's really like a lot of it's just cleaning your jujitsu glasses. They're still yeah. just a little foggy. Yeah. You know? Because that's where you're talking about like thinking. You're still like, and, and so, yeah. And that's like when the stress hits, you really see like, what is my decision making process? And oh shit, it's way too long. <laughs> sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. So and that's where it's like, okay, I gotta figure out what are these one or two things and like so like with the with those overtime rules it was crazy watching you could tell like some of those girls oh like they, they knew exactly how to get out yeah. of those positions and that Rhodes chick she is the, the getting out of the arm arm bar 
She would just yeah. she, she would just, say, well, because the other girl wasn't doing. She's doing a spider web, but she wasn't grabbing her leg, and so that was allowing so you her. Can't, you can't start with the leg grab. You can't start they with change that. No. Oh, I wasn't. I wasn't right to it. Sure. But you, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you start posted, and so then you can go right to it. You would go yeah. right to it. Yeah. And there was a couple people that did that. Yeah. But being that that girl wasn't doing that to her, she was able just to just go bloop, flop every yeah. time, like just yeah. right up and then yeah. rip it out. Uh, and I was like, man, she'd grab her leg. It would pretty much shut that down. But see, it's just, she knows. Dude. Yeah, she, she knows. She, like, you, you could fucking that kick was, her door in and wake her up and say, oh, Armbar escape. She's, she's fucking blah. She's going to do it before she even knows what's going on, man. Yeah. Like, it's that's, like me with my De La Hiva. Right, exactly. You that's know it. what I mean? But that is it. You yeah. see what, and, and again, like, gi jiu-jitsu, that's fine. But that yeah. that's exactly it. Like, when the stress is on, you see, like, oh, this is what my tendencies are. Yep. And so a lot of jujitsu comes down to, like, figuring out, like, what are those one or two things that I really have to get down yeah. and then just focus on that? Because, again, it's what we keep saying. It's like, man, the best, they think less. Yep. Like, pimenta sees one thing. It just is, like, the, the exact perfect thing to destroy everything else that you think you're doing to him. Like, I got all the shit going on. This is great. And doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Well, and that's where, you know, that argument for just drilling and reps comes in. Yeah. You know, she, you know how many hundreds or thousands of times she's done that yep. on bar skate from there? I would argue that muscle memory for something that specific in a competition yeah. setting is makes sense. Yep. Yep. For sure. For sure. They, for when, sure. That, when you're in a competition, that uh, specific, specific. specific rule set, exactly, yep. you're gaming the system. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to win and you're playing a game, you just do that. You do the move that's going to help you win. Muscle that game. memory will help Man, you with that. Fuck yeah, for yeah. sure. For sure. Yeah. Now on a broader, broader jiu-jitsu yes, right. concept, no, we're talking principles and stuff. Yeah. But when you're trying to win a tournament and these yeah. are rule set, you need just reps and well, dude, reps. I mean, reps. that one match that uh, that uh, Rhodes won her second round, she was getting housed in the eight minutes. Mm-hmm. You mean uh, Kevin she, was yeah. saying this this chick's gonna win the whole thing. Like, like she that was blonde getting, chick that was handing it to her. Yeah, I mean it that was, was a, she was a real fit looking one. Like at all yeah. they were all pretty athletic, but that yeah. chick like looked fit if I remember yeah. right. Like, kind of tall. Dude, she was a purple she, belt. Yeah. Tall, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. She was taking it to her. I mean yeah. Rhodes spent pretty much the entire match defending defending submissions, like yeah. hard submission attempts. Yeah. And she didn't do shit, like for the most part, offensively. And then she won the overtime. So she advances, but you know, again, that's the system. Like you know, and and that's kind of I think like that was the death of EBI, was people learn how to game the system, and yeah. you learn that like if they figured out like I can't win, I just have to be defensive, survive, and I'm so good at the overtime rules, and so then you started seeing people who were winning and dominating the match losing in the overtime, and people fucking you know that stinks. Yeah. And so, you know, in, in a match like, you know, something like this, I, I love that. I love what it did. I think that it's a great, it's better than a ref's decision. Yeah. For, sure. for like, oh, in, in yeah. this case, yeah. I take that. But I'm just saying, though, that was why I think, like, one, you know, the EBI format itself, like, he doesn't, you know, if you're not getting paid to show up and you're going against these fucking little specialists who are just, all they can do is escape fucking armbar and, and backpack get their ass kicked for fucking 10 minutes and then escape these positions like experts and then I'm losing to them. Like, who wants to do that? So, but... But that's inevitable. You know, any sort of competition, you get people... You see it in IBJJF. Yeah. Yep. Now you make a rule set, it's just a matter of time. You're going to game it. Yep. Until people figure it out. But, anyways, it was great, man. It was a lot of fun watching you do it and looks like a fun experience. It does look like a fun experience. Put in your guys' applications. Yeah. <laughs> now that we know they have the men's. Old farts division. Do they have an old man's division? I don't know. No, it's just belt and weight class. I'll go out there and whatever. And I was watching those a couple of the guys at the under 145ers. They weren't young. No. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, there were, I, mean, I mean, there was some young yeah, yeah, kids. there were some young ones. There were some young, young kids or guy. I mean, I don't mean to be disrespectful. There were some young kids. And then, but there was a, there was a guy, a couple guys that were close to our age, you know, at least, you know, they were thirties at least. Yeah. So. Yeah, man, jujitsu is not. I mean, it is a young man's game, but it's one that, like, especially. I mean, fuck, look at Josh Hanger. I mean, fucking 38, 39 years old. Andre Yaval. Andre Yaval, yeah. yeah. I mean, a lot, know, of, a lot of guys. Yeah, I mean, you can definitely 
Yeah, that's what makes it fun. Like it, it is a young man's game because you know that future belongs to them. I mean, fuck, they're, they're building on what came before them. You can't help. And, but uh, but yeah, you, you can't. Unlike a lot of other sports that are so require so much speed and power and athleticism, like you can continue to do jujitsu. Uh, and be competitive for such a long time. It's really fucking great. Especially, I mean, as you get older, you get that old man strength yep. coming it's in. And it's like it's a thing, man. It's a thing. Is old so. woman strength a thing? Do you notice that when you roll with younger girls? Or I don't know that I've rolled with in in competition setting. I, I mean, like I don't know. I was trying to sort it out. Think about it now. I'm curious. I don't know. I've never heard anybody talk about old woman strength. Probably because we shouldn't say. Yeah, old no, they don't like old women. They don't, they don't like the old women. <laughs> Us guys are like, yeah, sure, I got old yeah. man strength. I don't know. I've never heard a woman say, yeah, I'm an old woman. That Mio chick, she's 40. I think she's 40, 40, 30, like right around there. And she's, uh, she seems pretty tough. Like, I think, I think it's there. I just yeah. don't think it's as prevalent because well, it, not as many women are. Yeah. You know, on that scale, as physically, what, what? It, I mean, really, honestly, like all old man strength is, is like, dude, after a couple of decades of doing manual labor or strength training, yeah. or you know, something that requires a lot of tension, like your body adapts to it, and you just develop a level of strength because your body's like, dude, I've been doing this shit for decades. Like, I'm trying to make it easier on myself, and so for you, like, you know, I would, I would think you probably do because you've been pretty physically active. You've been strength training. But the thing is, is like, you know, there's, it's, uh, yeah, it's, you know. Well, it's funny, and it, like, like I said, in the competition setting, where, like, in the gym, I know if I grab someone's arm, I've got that thing. Right. But in the tournament, I was like, I have, like, it's like the grip that you have when you first wake up in the morning. It's like, <laughs> why can't I hold this? Was like, she just I, ripping her arm out pretty oh, easy? No, I couldn't, I, I mean, it, yeah, it's weird, like, in tournaments, when I'm, like, the adrenaline dump, it's just like my muscle strength just goes huh. away. I don't know. It's I'm like, I thought I should be able to just freaking rip shit apart because I'm like adrenaline and like so, you know, but no, man, it's it's not the first time that I've experienced that where it's like, what? Like, how can I not hang on to this stuff? Is it, do you feel like your hands are getting fatigued or they don't feel fatigued? No, it's like, just they not, just, yeah, it's just not there. Just not there? Yeah. Hmm. Like, that was really Jesus weird. Gone. Yeah. Funny. I don't know. And I don't know what to do for that. I don't know if it's like a mental See, it's a mental thing. thing. I don't know. So. Yeah, I mean, definitely like, just. I feel like I'm pretty damn strong, that. but it's frustrating to not be able to use that. And you want to, yeah. And I don't know. Maybe the second match would have been better, because I kind of would have been through that. And I mean, the thing too is like you don't roll against girls that strong. You know, like at least not on a regular basis. Yeah. So I hear what you're saying, but I think there was some of that. But I just think that like you can't. I roll against guys. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I roll against you. Yeah, and that's true. So, anyways, so I guess you know what you're saying. <laughs> you know yourself. I'm trying to give you an excuse. I know. No, no excuses. Just figure it out. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of it too. I mean, we, the, just the mental side is super important. So, uh, you know. I didn't feel as nervous. Like I think because I've been meditating consistently. And I feel like that helped. And it, it, I was kind of surprised when I when the match started when we when I went to do that first like two on one that I've been that I had been doing yeah. in training. I was kind of surprised because I was like I didn't feel that nervous, and I don't. Yeah. So like up here it seemed mentally it seemed good, but physically when I when I like went to grab stuff I was like, what? what's going on here? Who knows? So. You did awesome. You did awesome. Anyways, leave yeah. it with that. You did awesome. Cool. All right. For sure. Should I go rescue team mom? I think so. Okay. I'll let you guys finish. Okay. Talking. All right. All yeah. right. Cool. Thank See you, Kelly. Yep. Thank you. Yeah. Bye, baby. Bye. Bye.
to get a kiss, an on-air kiss. Oh, it is. <laughs> Can you get off the elevator? Uh huh. It's over in like that far corner. Okay. Alright. Signs. Not really. No? Smell the chlorine. Follow the chlorine. Okay. I'll yeah. find it. Yeah. Surprisingly few signs. Anyway, speaking of young young guys and old guys staying in the game, um, did you see you know the Rotolo twins? I think I'm saying their last name right. They're two little, I'm not being racist here, two little black kids. No. They're like 16 years old. They came up in the Mendez system. I think they're at Atos now. But they there's clips of those kids when they were like eight years old. I mean, being mentored by the Mendez brothers. I mean, these kids are good. Yeah. And the one the one brother, they're, they're twins, the one brother was just in ADCC. He's 16 years old. He's a blue belt. And he took second. He lost to uh, Cabrinha Jr. Yeah. Cabrinha's son. Yeah. And, and he, dude, he, or no, did he, was it the other, did he lose to Meow? Might have been the wrong weight class. Anyways, I might be fucking that up. But anyways, he, uh, the kid's fucking good. 16 years old, blue belt, in ADCC. Like, they're having a hard time finding people to go against him, like black belts, because he's that good. Like, he's, there's, yeah. he's not, he's going to destroy any blue belt you put in front of him. Right. For the most part, and most adult black belts don't want to do a match against them because What's it's a lose lose. Yeah, lose lose. It you either get your ass whooped by some sixteen year old fucking blue belt, or you beat him up, and everybody just think, yeah, he should have. Right. But I guess uh, old Wagner Roach is stepping up. Yeah. I think I think Seth is going to do it. it. Was I think in fight to win? Um, I think Wagner's stepping up and going to have a match against him. Just because Wagner's Wagner, he's like, fuck it, I don't care. Fuck it. Dude, and there's still a twenty year age difference, if not more. Huh. I mean, because I think that kid's 16, and I'm pretty sure Wagner's north of 36. Yeah. Or he's got to be in that ballpark. Huh. So, yeah, I think that's coming up. If it hasn't happened already. Right. But That's cool. I mean, yeah. Wagner's a legit grappler. That's not like one of these times, you you know, you, you see like uh, one of these young up-and-comers going against like a MMA grappler right. guy. You know, he's like, yeah, he's a really good grappler, but that's not like... His specialty, right? So, but yeah, no, Wagner's fucking legit, legit. Well, no, dude, he yeah. almost broke fucking Meow's leg at yeah. ADCC. Like he was deep on me, and Meow brothers don't tap to shit. They'll right. let, they'll let their leg get destroyed. They don't give a fuck, you know. So you're not tapping that guy. You're not. You're literally gonna have to like break his leg to where a bone's sticking out to get that guy <laughs> yeah. to where the ref has to stop it. Like you, <laughs> you're not. They're not tapping anything. Those those dudes are insane. That's funny. But That's actually one the ref today when they were going over the rules said that because uh, they were saying that if a joint pops like that's not a tap you know and we're just you guys have to tap it's on you it's on you to tap but he did say if a joint pops and you scream that's a tap <laughs> and I saw one dude kind of like you know like kind of like go to raise his hand and, and maybe debate that for a second but decided better of it <laughs> well, yeah, what, what's he gonna say like well okay what's the difference between a scream of pain hey I'll take or, it or, or a scream or a grunt tapping. or a grunt of exertion like that's not a right. scream that's a that's well, a that's what, that, that's what uh, yeah. one, one of the guys uh, Carl I think he's the one of the guys who was running it. He, he did clarify he's like look you know if there's a takedown and you hit the ground it's like ugh you know, and you get the air knocked out of you. That's not a scream. <laughs> you know, we're talking like a joint pops during a submission attempt and you scream, in, you know, apparently ah. in pain, then yeah. we're calling it, man. So, which is, uh, man, that's good. I mean, at some point, you got to protect people from themselves. You do. As athletes and competitors, you do have to protect them from themselves. I mean, I don't, you know, because if you're talking submission, especially if you're talking submission only, and I don't know. It's like okay, you get some crazy. I guess that's where the fucking primacy of the choke comes in. Yep. Choke them the fuck out. But it's, tough but it's like long. you know, it's like man, if you get someone who's either got like some weird because there are people that have like weird genetic pain tolerances. You know, they just they can eat more pain than someone else, and so like, dude, popping an ankle joint or popping a knee to them does not hurt 
the same way it does to, and we know people that are, and I don't, I don't mean like we personally, I'm not calling any of our fucking team outs out, or am I, uh, <laughs> who are, who are more sensitive to pain right. than normal, right? There's a scale. Not everybody experiences pain the same. And so you've got someone who's willing to like just eat a fucking joint popping, a maiming, and uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It's like, I guess, yeah, you just get good at fucking chokes, <laughs> get on their back. Yep. I mean, that's like that be a mosquito. Be a mosquito. Fiona Davis. Ooh, yeah, dude, her arm was fucking mangled. She did not want to tap. And and it was like the only reason she tapped, it looked like to me was that she it almost dawned on her that like I'm I'm risking permanent fucking damage here. It wasn't even pain. You know what I mean? It wasn't even like, that's enough pain. I can't take the pain. I got to tap. It was like. I, I, I want to do jujitsu again. Like I may be fucking things up, and so it's like, and I'm not getting out, you know. So like it almost looked to me like it was almost more like a resignation tap than like a real fucking like okay I have to admit I'm hurt, kind of tap. So it's like dude, some people are fucking crazy like that. I mean, I, at that level, I can understand yeah. it. Like EDCC, you know, I mean that right. is the pinnacle of the sport. I get it. It ma- it makes sense to me. Yeah. But when you see people do that at like local tournaments, just being knuckleheads, like, okay. Yeah. You're, you're, but that's what makes it tough, though. Is you're yeah. like it's okay. Yeah. And I know what you mean. It is. It's okay in one setting, but it's not okay in another setting. But then it's like, you know, that dude's gonna I, be sitting there arguing. Like, I think it's a per person thing, setting yeah. or per person thing. Like, hey, if, if that's what your priorities are on, yeah. I'm at it, brother. I know it is because it's it's tough because it puts the other person in an interesting position because if you're not you know we're just doing this for fun like a lot of us right. are just doing this for fun right right like we're not really doing a, a martial art and the fact that like we're training for like we fight and 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 we're this is you know more of a sport for most of us than that and so to like like go into a, a sport where I mean what other sport or could you potentially be asked like, no, you got to maim that dude and continue to maim him until he decides the maiming is so bad that he has to admit he's being maimed in taps. You know, like what other sport asks out of like a normal person and not everyone necessarily fucking has that. I guess you got to learn it. You got to learn it. You got to learn because it. Because you will, you spend enough time competing in this, in this sport you will give up on a submission or let it go because yeah. you're being nice, like in a tournament or something, and you know you fucked the guy's shoulder up or whatever, but he didn't tap, you let go, and he keeps <laughs> going. It, it it changes some wiring It does, man. And then you're like, oh, this is the game we're playing. Like, yep. We're competing now. Yeah. We both understand it's on you. I've, I've, had to, I've made that switch. Yeah. And, you know, and, you know, and I don't, not proud of it, but yeah, dude, I've, fuck some shoulders up you know whatnot in tournaments like yeah because like americanas you know paintbrushes you know or kimuras you know once it goes it goes and that feeling is super weird in your hands you know like doing a paintbrush i've done a couple of those where you snatch up a good paintbrush and the guy's just not tapping like dude i have more heat like you should probably tap and you just go and then it it goes and you're just like on your stomach turn like i almost fucking threw up one time i did that to a dude's arm and i was just like dude why did you make me do that like your your arm is fucked like this is a little tournament man yeah 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 it's funny man as i was saying that i remember that because i lost a match because somebody's ankle popped and i let go of it and then i won a match because somebody's ankle popped and they didn't tap and i was just like Fuck. All right, buddy. I'm going to crank more heat on this motherfucker till you do. So you do. It does. It's weird, man. Experience will make an asshole out of you. (laughs) (laughs) That could not be a more true statement in many aspects of life. In many aspects. (laughs) So many things. You're like, I'd never do that. And then the experience, you're like, all right, I can see where the asshole is getting the better of this. Yeah. That's probably one of the most wise things I've ever heard you say. That's awesome. Yeah. Huh. Well, anyways. Anyways. That's, uh, girls are typically nicer to each other, so. I don't know, man. Chicks are pretty mean. Yeah. You watch them compete. I guess so, yeah. They're they're more friendly. Off the mat. Off the mat, before and after. Yeah. But game time, or when they're rolling. Yeah, they'll fucking break shit. They're mean, dude. Yeah. 
Chicks are mean. I know. I was just, yeah, you're right. I was letting that fucking off mat demeanor. Yeah, it's an off mat thing that'll skew you. Right. You know? Yeah. Mama bear instincts come out, dude. They start scrapping. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. I just thought Kelly'd be fighting in a. She's so nice. She couldn't be a nicer person. No. <laughs> a more, like, nonviolent, nicer person. No, yeah. If you had told me, like, yeah, seven years ago when I started jujitsu, because she wasn't doing jujitsu at the time, that. Uh, she thought you were nuts. She was going to, yeah. Yeah, yeah she, and she's like, oh, yeah, no, she's going to be doing a freaking invitation only tournament, submission only. I'd have been like, no way. Uh, yeah, the odds would have been so long on that. So, that's what's great about jiu-jitsu. Brings out cool shit. You never know who you are until you get in a fucking fight. Right? When that was yep. a fight club quote. Yeah. You, how yeah. much can you know about yourself if you've never been in a fight? Never been punched in the face or, you yeah. know, yeah, or, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Never been in a fight. No. No. So, I want you to hit me as hard as you can. <laughs> Dude, Ed, Edward Norton was on Joe Rogan this past week. Was he? Good interview, man. Yeah. Okay, I'll have to get that one out. He's coming out with a new movie. I think it's called Motherless Brooklyn. Ooh. Dude, looks good. The trailer looks really good. I might What's be fucking there. I think I saw the trailer. I'm trying to place like... Oh, what? I don't know. Kind of an organized crime-ish okay. back in like... I don't know what time yeah. frame. A little bit older. I think like the 50s, 60s or something. Right. Time frame of Brooklyn. Huh. Dude, he's played some fucking iconic characters. Hell yeah, he has. American he History X. American History X. That was X. like his first big one, right? I guess so. I, I, mean, I, mean, I'd I have can't to back. place it. But yeah, American History X. He was in Reservoir Dogs. Yep. And, uh, what was his name? Mr. fucking, Mr. Pink? Or, no, 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 he wasn't Mr. Pink. He was, like, Mr. Orange. That's right. It was the fucking, who was Mr. Pink? I remember I could see the guy's face. He was, yeah. like, the skinny little wiry dude. Oh. And he was the guy I'm not going to tip. It wasn't Buscemi, was it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it was I think so, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, I'm not going to tip. Yep, yep. <laughs> He's like, asshole, I'm getting your breakfast. You're going to tip. That's such a good movie. <laughs> that was such a good movie, man. Quentin Tarantino's first couple movies were like, you know, because what, uh, we've talked about this, uh, True Romance was a Quentin Tarantino movie. Yep. And, yeah, and then I think maybe Reservoir Dogs might have been right around that time, same time. Yeah, we, we we sorted this out one day on the podcast, like yeah. which came first or something. Anyways, yeah. Good ones. Yeah. Good Anyways, movies. Good interview, though. Yeah. yeah. I was listening to the, uh, what, Eric Snowden monologue yeah, well, that's basically what that was was a monologue yeah. it was was not a conversation it's alright I mean you know I, I don't it was a lot of information you know the it was he said in the beginning that this is what he does is yeah. gives interviews and speeches and so I could kind of tell like you know alright he's got he was just in speaker mode just yep. like just going he's got his talking points yep. you know and he's got a very intricate tale to tell you and and he's got to weave it for you because you know once he lays all of the all of the groundwork for it, then that's what you know exonerates what he did. Right. And so it's uh, but yeah, I'm not to the end of it, but uh, it was interesting. I mean, I thought it it is like it's fucked up, man. It's really fucked up when you realize like how the government works and how they can how shady it is how shady they can be with shit man and just uh yeah and it is like what we're cause we did grow up man in a different era like 9-11 changed things I mean it's so hard to remember what it was like to be able to go to the airport and get through remember when you used to be able to fucking go to the gate yeah and see people off oh yeah Yep, all the way to the pick gate. Pick them up, yeah, and go yep. go find them. Go find them at the gate. Yeah, because people would be waiting for you at yeah. the gate as you walked off the right. plane. It was like security was like, yep. I don't even think like what was it? Like I, I don't even remember. Dude, I don't I don't have any really significant memories of it because it wasn't much of a thing. No, I remember them having ashtrays because you could smoke on the planes. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe some things. That's were good. Better. Yeah, that's good. I know. I think about that these days. I'm like, God damn, they used to. I remember flying and there being people smoking on the planes. And I mean, you remember there being uh-huh. asteroids in the armrest. I, I, I remember asteroids in the armrest. I didn't fly a lot as a kid, but I did fly. I don't remember smoking on the planes. I remember when I was real young. They stopped that like yeah. pretty quickly. But I was like, dude, at one point in time, they used to stuff people in these metal cigars and then just. Not smoke. And then you had a no smoking sign that you turned on and off. <laughs> that was it. 
And somebody like three rows up could be smoking. And yeah. you're all in this big metal tube. Everyone, There's like a smoking section and not weird societal section. acceptance. Yeah. And like you wonder, like that's the thing that I think I wonder, man. Because like you can't, you can't put that fucking genie back in the bottle of the tube, toothpaste back in the tube, whatever, right? Like once you, once you point out, like, dude, that guy secondhand smokes. Really, it's not good for you, and it's really kind of a dick move. And so now it like it irritates you on a level, like even if the smoke doesn't bother you, it irritates people. And so then that obviously is going to make the smoke bother you more because you're in an irritating situation. So like. You know, in the 40s, 50s, shit, like, did people not care? Like, you know what I mean? Like, did you not know, like, or did they care no one was saying anything? I think they cared no one was saying anything. That would be my assumption. Yeah, or, or like, you know, you always had your minority, but, like, the majority of people out there, if you were to, like, stop them on the street and be like, hey, man, like, what do you think about this issue of fucking smoking everywhere? Like, your average man on the street, like, would he would have been like, like, yeah, dude, I really don't like it, or he would have been like, Fucking, you got a cigarette? Like, smoke right here. I, I tend to think it's probably a little closer to that than we would like to think. Yeah, you're probably right. I, like, we hate to believe it, but at one point, like, I, I believe we had a societal acceptance of smoking that we just can't really comprehend today. No, I, I think I can comprehend it. Because even I look back at my youth, it was way more normal. Oh, way more normal. Way and then imagine more. a time when like and then so if you were to go back another that, another twenty years yeah and then like okay so if it just if it follows that same pattern like you get back to the point to where we've talked about it where doctors are prescribing this shit cigarette right, yeah, yeah hey you need to lose some weight yeah your doctor doctor smokes Winston's or whatever yeah shit works <laughs> yeah Virginia so. Slims why I think they call them fucking the lady cigarettes Virginia Slims it's so absurd. It is absurd what, what we've survived. But uh, anyways, so, well, cool, man. Well, how long are we in on this thing? About almost an hour. Almost Just shy of an hour right now. 50, yeah. About 54 minutes. Cool. You got any other? There was no. some other, like, what the fuck else was going on? I thought I saw some jujitsu shit. Off the but, thing, I think there was, but off the top of my head, I can't place it. Tonight is, uh, I believe, Nate Diaz and yeah. Jorge Masvidal fighting tonight. That's boy. right, man. That's right. Who you got? I gotta go with Nate Diaz. You got to. Got to, man. You got to. Fucking stop. I've just, been, boy, I've, I've just been a fan of his for so long. Yep. Yeah, he's, uh, his whole, uh, I liked his move with USADA and that whole drug testing thing. You didn't end up saying it came from a vegan supplement or some shit? I don't know, but like, he got out in front of it and was like, no, 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 no. You guys clear this shit right the fuck now or I'm not fighting. I am not going to go through some fucking bullshit where you're like, well, we got to investigate and, you know, it, it... it, it was it was good because that's what was going to happen was they were going to come out after the fight and say that he tested positive for uh, trace amounts of this supplement and or, or whatever this this banned substance or something. whatever it is yeah and then they were going to go through the process and then he was going to get you know exonerated at the end of it but it, if it was true and but you still get dragged out and you still get the whole like your name kind of after the fact tarnished you yeah 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 it's one thing to be like no no no, you exonerate me now before the fight versus after the fight it's a good move it was a good move and he's he's the kind of guy that like he has all the power in that situation because he will walk the fuck away from it he don't give a shit so UFC was like man gotta get this shit cleared up so yeah he's walking in under a clear you saw the test so but uh, yeah it'll be a good fight man should be a good fight I would hope I would hope. I haven't even paid attention. I don't even know who else is on the card. I've just been so busy with other stuff that I haven't cared enough to pay attention. Yeah, you and Handsome Frank. Been Me and Handsome Frank, man, my new dog. Yeah. I'm digging it. He's fun. Nice. Sweet. Yeah, I don't really have a whole lot else. I figure we should probably not. Yeah, we don't need to go two hours. Drag the girls. Yeah, <laughs> yeah torture them too long. The yep. kids are probably starting to wear the staff out down there. So we called rap then. So. Yeah, man, it was good. I'm glad you guys got to come and uh, hang out, and we found a way to fit the podcast in. Hell yeah, and we'll go so, get some good grub tonight somewhere. Hell yeah, and we'll be back to normal next week. Maybe have Preacher Paul on next week, our buddy Paul. Yeah. I got to call him. I keep meaning to call him. So we might have a guest next week. 
Yeah. Or two weeks, I guess, technically. Because this will come out next week. Then we'll record. So think about having our training buddy, Paul. Nice. Come do a podcast with us. You, you know, you guys aren't, like, you don't really know each other that well, do you? And Paul, you and Paul, have you guys like trained bit. together a whole lot or I mean, talked? he started at Gracie Baja. That's right. So I mean, I've known him forever. Did he start about the same time you did, or who who was like ahead? A little, of you? he came a little after. A little after you. Yeah. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, we actually went to his church a couple Sundays. Oh, did you? So yeah, every once in a while, it's so funny, man. Like, you know, without opening up a big old can of worms here at the end. Because, you know, you, I, I, I was raised as a Christian, mm-hmm. right? My dad used to be a preacher. And so I definitely believe that there is something else. Like there is uh, something beyond this. And that there is a higher uh, power and call it what you want. But so with that, well, what do you do with that? Right? So if you... In, and traditionally, like you would, a lot of this stuff, because a lot of it comes down to, it's a philosophy, right? Like based on these beliefs, you form a philosophy of life. You know, I mean, that's supposed to be the idea, right? Like if you're a Christian, you're supposed to, there's a certain way that people are supposed to act. And that's what makes people like me and you so mad at and, and untrusting of, of organized religion. Because we see people who say, I'm a Christian. Which in our minds means that you're supposed to profess a certain way of acting and being, and then you're not. Yep. And then you're turning around and judging other people for what they're doing, and it's hypocritical. And so then it's like, this is nonsense, and so, you know, and it's like, how do you throw out that dirty bathwater without throwing out the baby? Like, that's the tough thing, because organized religion has such a stranglehold on this whole God thing that... You know, what, how do you, you know, especially now that I got kids, it's like, okay, now how do I introduce this to them? Like, how do I, how do I introduce God to my kids without introducing them to some fucking crazy wacko who's got some really strange ideas uh, on this stuff that I don't necessarily agree with, you know, because that's, it's tough treading those, um, those waters, like once you start getting into that stuff in any religion, right? And so that's why a lot of, you know, we're fighting wars over this shit because some people just take it way too way seriously. Too far. Way too far. <laughs> and, but some people don't take it at all. I don't think that's the answer either. I don't think that just throwing it all out. So, but, uh, so anyways, every once in a while we have, you know, gone around and looked for different churches to check out and stuff. And so um, I like Paul's church. main reason was it was just a long drive from where, we're at, and so you know, God lives more than twenty minutes from my house. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. You gotta so, have a closer. Yeah, you gotta have a closer satellite to my house. <laughs> that's hilarious. What is, anyway, that's how much my soul means to me. Twenty <laughs> minutes, brother. That's my cutoff. That's my cutoff. If it's more than that, I'll find another answer. Yeah, we'll figure soul. something else. Out. I'll deal with the consequences. You got an online school yeah, I can do. You know. So uh, that's hilarious. But anyway, so yeah, no. I mean, the point is, is. Uh, no, no, Paul and I have he's talked to him. I know he's a real good dude. We've had a few talks. I think you and him definitely know each other better. Had yeah. some some better conversations. But I mean, dude, dude's been doing mission work, taking his family to do mission work every year for years, and he's you know taking a church that was, you know, from my understanding, talking to him was doing all right, but wasn't you know really uh, thriving the way that he would have liked to have seen it. And he's taken something and built. Uh, something out of it and he's doing a lot of good for a lot of people in the community so I'm sure that dude's got some fucking pretty cool stories to tell yep so and he does jujitsu and he does jujitsu so when we tie it back to jujitsu he'll know what we're talking about yep so be a good guest I thought so <laughs> yeah so cool. we'll get him lined up maybe I can ask him some God questions I God and jujitsu on the next you episode guys, I figured you guys could <laughs> <laughs> he can talk like a motherfucker too so cool might be a good combo. All right, man. Well, let's go rescue the girls from the kids and go find something to do. Sounds good. See you. All right. See you. Thank you for listening to the Grumpy Guy BJJ podcast. Thank you all for listening. You can find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. Please make sure to subscribe and leave us a review. It really does help and will allow us to keep putting out episodes. 
If you have any questions, comments, or ideas, hit us up at grumpyguybjj at gmail.com. Also, go to our website, grumpyguybjj.com, and get signed up for podcast updates and get our free BJJ Improvement Starter Kit. That's it for now. So get on the mat, train hard, and talk to you all next week. Yeah. <laughs>